0: back with you for the second of these Sunday night episodes that I really wish I wasn't doing on a Sunday night but I am here I have this set up on my backup laptop that I essentially usually only use for writing Um, but it is doing enough of a job that I'm able to get these out so I'm, I'm very happy for it right now I do have plans to acquire a new laptop a much better laptop um well not even a laptop like this is a desktop I'm like if I'm replacing my computer and the laptop I'm replacing that I did all the recording on I had that for like six years which is a record for laptops for me so if I'm replacing this computer I want to like get something that's actually going to last. So, I have a build set up. It's a very expensive build. It's going to be about $2500. But if it means I get to do the show I want to do for y'all, then I will pay it and you know, I uh, I hopefully will will get many years out of it cuz I'm kind of sick of rotating through laptops. If I'm being honest with y'all. But anyway, you're not here to listen to me whine and moan about my tech issues. You're here for Blue Jays Talk, and that's what I intend to deliver to the best of my ability. So, uh, we're going to talk about, you know, Boba Shack coming back and the Blue Jays as a whole essentially getting healthier, which would be really nice to have heading into the playoffs, so we're going to talk about that a little later, but obviously the big story from the weekend, aside from the pair of victories over the Mets, is the debut of everyone's favorite grown adult son, and no, I'm not talking about Daniel Vogelbach, and I'm not even talking about Roddy Thales, because Roddy Thales is just, you know, good, so... Now, I am talking about 21-year-old Mexican catcher Alejandro Kirk, who was called up to the big club. Uh, Caleb Joseph was DFA'd, sadly. As much as I appreciate Caleb and everything he brought to this team, he could not stand in the way of Ala Alejandro. Ala Alejandro, which, sadly, not his walk-up song, but doesn't matter. Alejandro Kirk is upon us to the fans who saw him during spring training, and he acquitted uh, himself very well uh, during the Blue Jays 3-2 win on Saturday. He caught a really good game, got Robbie Ray up to five strikeouts and only two walks. That's a great ratio for Robbie Ray. Got Robbie Ray the win uh, as a Blue Jay. And then you know, was able to work the bullpen. Julian Merriweather gave up that run that he did, but Anthony Bass just needed 10 pitches for a clean inning, including two strikeouts. Rafael Delis worked a clean inning for the save. So a lot of positives there, but obviously people were not a fan of Alejandro Kirk for his catching ability. They were a fan of what he could do offensively. He went one for three, scored a run, uh, drew a walk, which is what he does, and ran the bases like the majestic gazelle that he is. And you can't really ask for much more than that. I mean, this is why you heard trade rumors around the Blue Jays surrounding Danny Jansen and Reese McGuire. People thought that you know, one of them would potentially be moved to make room for Alejandra Kirk. However, I don't think a lot of people thought it would happen this year. And obviously, Caleb Joseph getting DFA'd, that's a much easier move to make to get Alejandra Kirk on the main roster. But with Reese McGuire just hitting pathetically, um, and getting banished to Rochester, it does beg the question, like, is Alejandro Kirk here to stay? Is this a flash-in-the-pan thing? Is Toronto going to send him to Buffalo next season? Because, I mean, this is a leap that Alejandro Kirk has made, and we talked about this on the podcast recently. It's, It's not unprecedented in Major League Baseball, even this season. Luis Camposano has joined the Padres straight from single A, because he was that attractive a prospect that San Diego wanted him up there it's why they traded Austin Hedges in the Mike Clevenger deal to open up that space and you know the way Alejandro acquitted himself it makes a lot of sense for the Blue Jays to start searching for options if trading a guy like Reese McGuire who admittedly may have diminished his value with his offensive performance this season um if you can get a, a prospect for him, and we've seen the Blue Jays, they're very good at identifying prospects. I mean, they plucked Thomas Hatch out of the ether from the Cubs system, and look what he's been able to do for the team this year. Like, I have no doubt that the Blue Jays could not use their talents to find another guy like Hatch to be able to bring him in and get value especially considering catcher is a position where the blue jays are very deep not only do they have jansen and mcguire and alejandro kirk they have riley adams who's coming up for the system they have philip clark the vanderbilt catcher who they drafted last year they are very flush with prospects at that position so um it makes sense to deal from that strength and I'll be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if Clark was one of the players to be named later in like the Taiwan Walker deal or the Ross Stripling deal, since we know who went for Jonathan VR. Um because that is such a a treasure trove for the Blue Jays. Like I said, would not be surprised if one of those guys was on the move. But they do have a lot of options available, and it makes Reese McGuire very expendable, especially if you pair Kirk, who is an offensive catcher, with Jansen, who was supposed to be a defensive catcher but didn't really show it during that Friday game when he dropped that easy, easy toss from Santiago Espinal. But it just gives the Blue Jays more options as they continue to tinker with this team to build what they feel will be competitive team. They have a competitive team right now. But, you know, as the likes of Austin Martin and Jordan Groshans and Alec Manwas, and mean Woods Richardson, these kind of guys start progressing through the system. Get some more options to kind of build around them and and make it a more complete team. And that's ultimately the goal of this Bougie side. I mean they're they're playoff bound this year. I mean, I don't feel like I'm being presumptuous by saying that. It's a team that is 26 and 20 through three quarters of the season. And, you know, they are well up on the dregs of the American League that they consider contenders. I mean, like, Seattle it had to go on a massive win streak to get into first team out, and they're 21 and 25. So. They're five games back of the Blue Jays. I think it's safe to say the Blue Jays are gonna make it. But Alejandro Kirk is just another example of of this pipeline that the team has built and is able to utilize to basically compete and and keep churning out these waves, which was the intention of Shapiro and Atkins all along. So. I'm very happy to see Alejandro up. I hope he continues to have success and I look forward to having that Lady Gaga song stuck in my head. I I will tell you that, you know, if you have like a certain food stuck in your head, like if you're craving burritos right now and you might very well be, I mean, it's, it's probably in the morning when you're listening to this, you can have a breakfast burrito if you want What you can do though to solve that craving is postmates postmates your personal food delivery grocery delivery whatever kind of delivery service all year round anything you're craving postmates can deliver they're the largest on-demand network in the us they're expanding to toronto and vancouver and they offer delivery from all the restaurants grocery convenience stores traditional retailers anything you can want or need 24 hours a day 365 days a year although again As stated on this podcast, if you make them work on Christmas, I will be angry. Or New Year's Day, really. Like, you need to be prepared. You need your ibuprofen in hand for New Year's Day. But even if you're the kind of person who's not prepared, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hours, So you don't have to go to the store. You don't even have to remember where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. So download the app. On iPhone or Android for free, browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start those free deliveries, download the app, use the code locked on, that's code locked on, all one word, for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. So anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with that code locked on. And with all the time and money that you're saving by not having to use gas to go out and get stuff because Postmates is doing that for you, you may be looking to expand your business. And I don't know what kind of business that is. I'm not the one to pry in. But if you're looking for another person to take your business to the next level, you will find that person on Indeed.com. It's the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools that make your search path much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. And with 73% of online job seekers visiting indeed each month, and I can back that up because I was one of them, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. So right now, Indeed is offering listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means you'll get more quality candidates fast. So try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. This is their best offer anywhere. So take advantage. Go right now to indeed.com slash locked on MLB terms and conditions apply offer valid through September 30th. You are locked on Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. All right. So the other big news of the weekend, obviously is the return of Bo Bichette in the, how freaking stoked were people to see Bo Bichette back in a Blue Jays lineup? I mean, even if he went one for eight, doesn't matter. Bo back. And Blue Jays are 2-0 since he's returned, so obviously the whole, hey, the Blue Jays are succeeding without Bo That's that's bull. If you believe that, you're an idiot. Sorry. It is what it is. But he's he's hopefully the first of the cavalry that will return for the Blue Jays. I mean if you look at the at the players who are currently on the injured list for the team and you know, you you wonder how the heck the Blue Jays have managed to keep afloat the way they have. But it's so much good news for the Blue Jays the past couple of days. It's the big thing. Obviously, Bishop was the big one, but um, as Rod Sackens talked about Rowdy toles who initially, you know, we all thought, all right, Rowdy's done for the season. That really sucks. He was having a good year, um, but he was seen on an exercise bike during the Mets series, which if you're hoping someone is coming back from a knee injury. That's what you want to see them actually using that knee. Um, So, I mean, it doesn't mean that he's going to be back before the end of the season, but if you can include Rowdy Tellez on a playoff roster and make sure you have that power bat there, which I believe it's still going to be expanded rosters for the playoffs. So 28 guys on the roster, You obviously want that power option available to get the full advantage of those late-inning matchups. But what would be more helpful to have in the lineup would be a guy who's near the top of the American League table in home runs. And that's why hearing the news about Teoscar Hernandez, where he's hitting balls off a tee, and you know doing basic workouts so it sounds like the swelling that was happening in his in his rib area with the oblique is coming down and going better than expected and I'm I'm not the person who thought they would be saying this at this point in the season but getting Teoscar Hernandez back is vital to the Blue Jays success cuz I mean, it takes Cavan Biggio out of the outfield where he has been a freaking adventure. Like I mean that you, you can't you can't let the Yankees have that ammunition by losing a ball in the lights. And I I know Randall Gritchuk lost it too, but just you you gotta be able to pull something out of there. I don't care if you have to wear the shades at night, go full corey hard on this. You can't, you can't let that happen. You got to be able to catch that. So, yeah, Teoscar Hernandez, a defensive upgrade over Kevin Biggio. So, this is the world we live in, where I want Teoscar Hernandez back for basically everything. Um, and it, it's not just the batting that that's hopefully getting healthy. We've obviously been talking about Nate Pearson and the role he's going to have if he comes back. And it sounds like he's getting there. Uh, there was a report earlier Sunday that he's ready to face batters, so that obviously means uh, live batting practice, potentially simulated game in Rochester, and it's already been essentially confirmed that if Pearson comes back, he's going in the bullpen. So if y'all thought facing Julian Merriweather and his 97-mile-an-hour fastball was a tough ask... Here comes Nate Pearson, who can touch 100. Good luck. So, and then not just Nate Pearson. Matt Shoemaker was spotted throwing bullpen during the Mets series. So, if you get Shoemaker back and put him in the rotation, and then all of a sudden, you don't have to start Chase Anderson. You don't have to start Ross Stripling. You you have a go-through that's Ryu, Walker, Shoemaker, Ray. If you keep getting this version of Robbie Ray, you stick him in the rotation. I don't care. And then I guess Tanner Verwerk 5, just because Anderson and Stripling have more experience pitching in shorter stints. So... It doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want with that fifth slot. You have all these options available. So getting getting the Blue Jays to this point where they get all these guys back and hopefully they don't have any more setbacks, that just gives you a lot more optimism heading into the postseason, which as of right now... I mean, the Blue Jays are still in second place in the American League. They're half game up on the Yankees. So we're just going to treasure that as long as we can. But as of right now, they would draw Minnesota in the first round. And wouldn't that be poetic? The Blue Jays facing off against Josh Donaldson in the postseason. But, you know... They can't throw Kenta Maeda out there each time. They, well, they can throw Maeda and Jose Barrios. But still, if they can get to the bullpen, that's probably the weakness of the Twins is that their bullpen is not very good. So if you can be patient and make their starters work and get to that bullpen quicker, then we see what the Blue Jays can do against the faulty bullpen. I mean, thank you, Boston, for <laughs> unveiling your faulty bullpen. To the Blue Jays' delight. Um, but yeah, the, a full-strength Blue Jays team, I will take them against the Twins. Because the Twins are in full strength. They've been dealing with a lot of injuries. They missed Donaldson for a time. Uh, Max Kepler just came back today. Luis Arias just went on the bullpen, so that's one of their big contact hitters taken out. So the Blue Jays, if they get the advantage of health, I don't see why they can't beat the Twins. Because the Twins' advantage... Um, they would play in Minnesota right now. So, Minnesota is 21-5 and five at home. Obviously a bit daunting, but, you know, if uh, the bleeders have two weeks to improve their standing, and the Twins can easily pass the White Sox. The White Sox are obviously a more uh, desirable target just because they, they haven't been in the postseason for a while. Um, they don't have the the starters they can really throw out at the rate that the Twins do. You just kind of have to keep them in the ballpark with the likes of Abreu and Moncada and Eloy Jimenez. And, you know, if you're not throwing Tanner Roark out there, the Blue Jays can do that. So, I don't know. I I like where things are heading with the health. I like that I have a computer that's allowing me to do this. So thank you, Backup Laptop. You are doing very well. Probably be relying on you for a little bit. So, uh, just a reminder, if you want to help me get the money for my new computer, you can do so by making sure those listen counts are up. So, subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on J's, and follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. But allows me to talk to y'all. Anyway, now that I have this set up, hopefully we can return to a regular recording schedule. I can bring back Fan Friday because I'll actually have the means to be able to record it. So, looking forward to that. Uh, We'll be talking tomorrow on the Blue Jays off day, the last one they have of the season. So, looking forward to... You know, just taking it easy, chatting with y'all, and until then, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at Blue Jays from the couch, it's Jays from the couch. It's it's late on a Sunday night, y'all. I hope y'all appreciate the effort I'm putting in here to get your full slate of episodes out. So, for everyone at Jaysfromthecouch.com. I'm A.J. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care.